the massive, massive change that we're witnessing over the last 10, 20, 30, even 40 years in property ownership. Um, if you haven't yeah. realised, talk to us. Welcome to Morning Minutes. Myself, Michael Bergio, Mark Novak, episode 281, Angry Mark, about just home ownership in general. Christian Stevens uh, made a great post, I think, this morning or yesterday showing the rapid decline in ownership, which brings the question to, is it old-fashioned? Is it Do people not want to own a property anymore? What do you think, Mark? Look, it's... Um what the hell is everyone doing with their money that's young? I'll bring up the graph so people can see what we're referring to because I was shocked by this yeah. as well. I'm absolutely floored um, that this is that this has come up. Uh, this data now. Let's can you explain it to us, Michael? This is bananas. Bananas. So it's a graph on first own home ownership and first home buyers. So on the left is the percentage of population uh, who, who owns, and then down the bottom is the year. In the red, it is people who are 25 to 34 years old. In the, is it gray, is 35 to 44. So the clear, clear things to look at is in 1981. Oh, 61. I love your mouse work. Look at your mouse work, that's beautiful. The mouse works nice. In, wow, um, in 1981, 61% of the group between 25 and 34 owned a property, with 75% of people between 35 and 44 owned a property. Then fast forward 2021, it goes down 39% for the younger age and 57%, and a clear trend of descending throughout all. So is it harder to buy a property? Is it not people's motivation to buy a property anymore? What's your thoughts, Mark? Man, that's, that's, that's a majority swing. That's a majority swing. So yeah. first, the younger people, the majority of younger people had bought something in that age of 25, 24 to 34, whatever it was. Majority had bought something back in the old days. Now, majority have not bought anything. They're renting. And then yeah. as they get older, uh, the majority there, you could see 75% of Australians had a property under their belt. By the time they were 35 to 44, now they don't. Now, Christian Stevens-inspired mortgage broker, I love his stuff on LinkedIn, inspired this this morning for this debate. He's a beast, eh? Yeah, if you love numbers and data and graphs and the real black and white picture, not a lot of the media bullshit of just spins yeah. and this. You want the numbers that you can analyse yourself, come up with your own conclusion. He obviously puts his spin on it as well, but he offers the yeah. source so you can do your own interpretation of it. So it's just, it's very, very good. <laughs> he's, a, he's awesome. So, Michael, what the hell is happening? Why are young people not trending to own their own property. Christian Stevens referred to it as affordability. I I, I, um, I beg to differ on that, actually. Um, what do you reckon? I reckon it's a, a big combination of frivolous spending and life. Um, when I think I wasn't around the 80s, but you were. But I imagine for someone who's in the 
15 to 25. Keep in mind, like, you've sort of got to get started at 15 to really save to start buying by 18, 22 or 25. Like, you've got to have that push early. And I think if you look at what 15-year-olds, 20-year-olds are spending money on now and what's cool to spend money on, it's cool to buy the Kim Kardashian glasses and makeup from the other Kardashian or Jenner, actually like Uber Eats, the delivery, there's been a whole trend in society of additional spending. Um, I I think, I know some people say like partying, but I'm sure people were partying back then as well. So think of new trends. Like I, I don't feel the makeup trend, wearing the clothes that you see on Instagram, having 20 sets of shoes. I just, I don't feel it was as strong then as it was now. And I know that's where, a lot of people's of the younger under 25 age because to buy 25 34 you have to be preparing at 8 15 20 25 so you got to look what they're doing there and you look at that childhood trends and then even when you get in the mid-20s smashed avo and avo like the smashed avo and avocado argument is strong like you weren't spending 20 dollars on breakfast in the 80s but i bleed for these guys like when they get old because at the moment if you're making an investment in property it is clear that it will double every 10 years it is clear if you are buying something and you don't ever buy again you just stick to the thing that you bought right just you don't upgrade if that thing will you'll buy today at 500 it will turn in 10 years time to 1 million then to two then to four by the time you're 50 years of age you'll have four million off and if you've still got the same debt you've got three and a half in your back pocket these guys are never going to have that if this trend continues well this could be a pure example of what the media can do think about this way probably from the 80s or 70s the constant story is the market's going to crash i remember seeing someone post the story of 1987 we're about to burst first hope, some crap like that. And then it was posted almost word for word in 2019. So could this yeah. be a trend of the media for 30, 40 years saying the market's going to crash, it can't keep going? And by is all... Media, is, it media's, is it media's fault is what you're saying? Basically, a contributing factor. Sorry, I didn't quite catch... Uh, I just want to say good morning to, uh, to Alessio, <laughs> to, to Jeff Luby, to Anne Marl. Um, and guys, if you do want to make comments on the screen that you're watching, use Michael or Mark Novak, Michael Berger, Mark Novak's personal uh, yes, Facebook to watch, to watch this, to watch to watch this live. That's that's running on Streamyard. But that, and guys, I'd love to know what everyone's thinking out there. Uh, yeah. I, I I think it would be pretty hard to say this is a good trend. I think it would be pretty hard for anybody to turn around and say this is fantastic news. Yeah, I'm, looking, I'm just posting what Luke's posting, saving by properties, good debt. Now, I think there was an awesome post. Uh, I'd love to find it. Oh, I don't, won't be able to do it quickly. There was one by Christian Stevens, which analysed, is it easy to buy now? Like they looked at the wages in the 80s. They looked at interest rates because people generally say, oh, well, um, property prices were lower then, small, didn't need as much money, but one, wages were lower. But two, interest was like 10, 15, 20%. So yeah. he did a really good post reevaluating all of that. Can you, can, um, can, you bring up, can you bring up his post again? Because I want to show something in there. Um, 
I want to show something in there. Yeah, I think it's really important. The government's realised there's a problem here. The government stepped in and the government's tried to help. Would you agree? Yes. Uh, we're going to show you on this on this section here how the government's tried to help on three separate occasions, how the government's tried to help. And I'm going to show you on three three separate occasions that it hasn't done, that it hasn't actually done much at all. Um, well, you you were saying that before as well. Like yeah. first homeowner grants haven't improved. Like, look at when did the first when was a big big push for first homeowners when it first came out? Would it have been about ten years ago? You got that graph there. It's hats on that graph. Oh, sorry. The oh, I thought you were on the original post. So, yeah, so if you look at this graph here, see the, that's when first home buyer grant was first introduced, and there's the date, 2001. So in 2001, when they introduced the first home buyer's grant, it stopped the decline and it leveled out. Then there was obviously another wave where the decline started happening again. So the government introduced the first home buyer boost, which was that 15K. Yes. Right. So that was for new properties. They were boosting it, stamp duties, all that sort of stuff. Then, then in 2018, 19, the first home loan deposit scheme, that was where first home buyers can only uh, have the ability to purchase because the biggest complaint first home buyers had was we just can't get the goddamn deposit together. Yeah. So the government, the government said, look, we're hearing you, and we're going to allow you to do it with five percent deposits. This take up has it hasn't levelled out. It hasn't made more people buy. Furthermore, the rate of decline hasn't slowed down or levelled out. Ah, uh, here's the. This is yeah. This is bad news. This is bad news. Like if for anyone, I'll get the off that screen mr burge but you know it's bad news because these guys are out there now i had a discussion with lisa the lovely lisa this morning about this we were talking about the younger generation having bad habits right and when you think bad habits you think sinister you think you know drugs rock and roll sex i don't know whatever bad habits all the but, fun stuff. <laughs> all the fun stuff but Bad habits, oh, we were like, look, we're talking about one of our kids and we we're saying, look, she's out there earning X amount of money. What is she spending her money on? And it's like, it's not certainly not a uh, deposit for a home loan or savings, quite the opposite. But, you know, it's really easy to spend that money on Uber Eats yeah. once, twice, three times a week. It's really easy to spend that on fashion with online shopping uh it's you know it, it's it's these these young guys spending money on these four-wheel drives you know these guys can dump about 50 grand and into um stuff on a four-wheel drive or utes or whatever so it's interesting times guys and i wonder if the push for credit is more a lot of young kids have credit cards they've got some sort of access to debt you've got the pay pay wave all this stuff so maybe like they're getting into it a bit too young they're forming those bad habits of spending not their money someone else's money and paying it back which if you're always chasing your tail it's very hard to get that deposit well the bank doesn't give a shit because their margins are bigger than ever yeah exactly 
if a, if a bank's making 2% on top of a home loan, how much do you reckon they're making on top of a credit card? 20%. Like, it's they, they so, probably rather you have the half yeah. a million debt in credit or you're depositing. If you've got 50 grand in the yes. home loan, 2%, but yes. 50 grand on afterpay, 16%, where they're making yes. a bigger margin. Where's the margin? So they're making 2%. Because when I say they're not even making 2%, they're making 1% on top of a home loan because the yeah. reserve bank rates and then the home loan rate on top. So say they're making 1% on top of the loan. If it's a loan of 500,000, the bank, maybe this is who's doing it. If mm. it's a loan of 500,000, the bank's making 1%. They're making five Gs a year. If yep. it's a loan of, if it's a couple of credit cards, of, if it's a credit card of 20 grand, well, they're making they're making 18% because they're borrowing their money at X amount and they're lending it out. It's all margin. 18% on 20 grand is how much? It's four. We'll put it that way. The same money for a home, like you get some money yeah. at 2%, they lend it to you on a home loan for two and a half, they lend it to you on a credit card for 18%. You gotta look, that's where their incentive is. So there's- Have, yeah. What We've about a little more? Cracked we've, cracked it. The da Vinci, we've cracked the Da Vinci code. What about yep. a little bit of uh, non-payment on your credit card? That's okay. It's not okay on a mortgage, but on a credit card, yeah, that's yeah. okay. Bam! No that's problem. Just you pay six months, we'll charge you a little bit more interest. Home loan, they'll risk to take it. They'll take it. <laughs> so they'll, so there, there, there it is, guys. I think the biggest winner out of the decline of people owning properties in Australia is the banks. Yeah. Because the money's going somewhere. We're not seeing more kids or hearing of them with big savings. It's not like it's no. very rare. It's being spent. Or stocks. They're not like big, they don't own plenty of stocks in the stock market. They don't own, you know, they're, they're asset wise, they're very poor. Cash, you know, we, it's pretty clear that their wages aren't half what they were 40, 30, 20 years ago. It's more. Every yeah, year, people, just, people are yeah. whinging, and uh, people are whinging about affordability, but I, I don't believe that because it is cheaper to buy than it is to rent. So the wage, wages, I'll read it out. Christian Stevens, oh, yeah. 1970 annual income, six grand a year. 1980s annual income, 15 grand a year. 1990 annual income, 27,000 a year. 2000. Can you screenshot that and throw it on Telegram now? Just because we're uh, getting really good at this. Yep. While while yeah. while, I'm, while we're while we're chatting. So, guys and girls, uh, in summary, before we close out, what we've discovered today is we've looked at the home ownership rates. They are shockingly on a decline for the last forty years. Young people between twenty-five and thirty-five-ish are being screwed. Uh, the, it's gone from majority of them owning a property to the majority of them not owning a property. That's the trend the last 40 years. We've shown the graph earlier on, if you care to bring that up, uh, which then moves on to the old, older price um, generation. Oh, look at that. Which then moves on to the older generation and the older generation. Yeah, can you control plus that puppy? There you go. Look at that. Okay. Can you explain that? Good, sir. So the longer you wait for, the more expensive it gets. So you got your annual income. This graph, Christian Stevens again, was comparing the income versus house prices. So basic yep. multiplier. So you can actually- a bit on that? 
That's my neck. Wait, yeah. what's that? <laughs> there you go. Perfect. Yeah. There you go. So basically from 1970. So this could be yeah. why you see the graph. Look at the graph. 1970. So let's go 80 yeah. because we got the graph from 80. The multiplier was 4.6 of your wage of 15,000 of house income or house price. Yes. 2.6. But now is 12. But hey, but let me go to the bottom there where wow. it says now 620,000. That, that's obviously the average, but there's plenty of homes out there because let me go to the where it says it now. It says the multiplier right now is a million, 1.1. This is hard to, yeah, okay, 1.1. We know out there right now there's plenty of homes if you don't buy in your city. So that's the city average, 1.1. There's plenty of homes yes. you can buy 500,000. So now let's change yes. that before you jump to the conclusion of saying, well, that's why it's no good. Well, you don't have to buy a, a $1.1 million house. what about house. interest rates? What about interest rates? Interest rates are a quarter. So put so, that in your little multiplier in there. So if you look at a house for 500000 a little bit out from the CBD, a Central Coast, yeah. a little bit out, Luke loves these areas. You do your wage yeah. of $86,000 a year at a $500,000 home equals 1.7 multiplier. That means yes. it's easier to buy right now than it ever was in 1980. You just don't buy the million dollar property. I crack, so how about that? So it's cheap, it's easy to buy. So in 19... Says, um, and Mal says, very true, afterpay is a shocker, cashless society, side effects uh, don't affect the same uh, pinch when using, a, when using credit cards and uh, nothing tangible is leaving your hands like it was with cash makes you think twice yeah I know, but... when I, I know when i used to sign a check as opposed to doing an aft two different two different uh i was much i was much more on the ball when i was signing checks yeah and i i just i like that because obviously when you look at that you are oh, 13 times harder to buy a property you look at but that's 1.1 plenty of properties are five hundred thousand, which means it's easier that was a 1.7 multiplier it's easier now to buy a property than it was in 1980 based on that. Well, based on, you're right, but that's medium price, I think. But going yes. off that, you're in, to hold, it's, it's irrelevant about the prices when you can't even afford to pay it per month, right? So that's irrelevant. What's relevant is easier when the interest rates go from 10% to two and a half percent it's four yeah. times easier to pay for the mortgage so that figure can actually blow out quite like we're actually if that figure that 1.1 you can take straight back down to three hundred thousand. very true um, because a loan at 300 going what you're saying a loan at three hundred twenty-eight thousand yeah. at 10 percent interest is harder than a loan at yeah. a million yeah. at two yeah. percent interest yeah. yeah yeah sometimes i just think i'm really smart Hmm. Not bad. Not, not a lot, though. Not a lot. That's all. That's a wrap for this morning. Mark and James will be live tomorrow. Love ya. Thanks, guys. Bye. Thanks for the job.